Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the boy Castanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, season 8, episode number 6. And today's topic is Stephen A. Smith and Dion Cole are talking about Cat Williams and Monique interview on Club Shay Shay. You know shortly the type of wine I am drinking, so ladies and gents, let's get this party started, let's go! Alright, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 8, Episode number 6. Once again, today's topic is Stephen A. Smith and Dion Cole are talking about Cat Williams and Monique interviews on Club Shay Shay. And today's Saturday, February the 10th, 2024, whether here in Orlando will be with intervals of clouds and sunshine, highs of 79 and lows of 61. As you can see, my voice is a little bit better, ladies and gentlemen. It's not 100% like I want to be, but it's getting there. So hopefully by next Saturday, my voice is going to be recovered 100%. So, but before I talk about today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm drinking this wine from Argentina. <coughs> Excuse me. It's the wine called the Dreaming Tree Crush Red Wine. It's a vintage of 2020. And according to the label here on the back of the bottle, it says the Dreaming Tree Crush Red Wine from Argentina, vintage of 2020. An exciting Collaboration between Dave Matthews and award-winning winemaker Sean McKenzie. The Dreaming Tree captures the spirit of a wine country. Crush is a special blend hand-selected from our favorite varieties. This wine pulls you in with notes of smoky berry and a pop of raspberry jam. Around the dinner table or out on the patio, it is a wine you have going to want to share with your fav favorite people. There's a statement made by Sean McKenzie, ladies and gentlemen. An alcohol percent of this wine is 13.5. The label here disclosed that this wine contains sulfites, ladies and gentlemen. And I have plenty of wine from Argentina. This is a new wine that I never had it. So after I went through a couple bottles in the wine store to see which one I, I want, I selected this one. And this is the first time I have this wine. So let's see what this wine is all about.
okay. <clears throat> All right, ladies and gents. Well, my personal opinion of this wine, first of all, I make a quick disclosure. For those that people that like sweet red wine, this wine is not for you, so run for it. Don't touch. <laughs> if you see this wine in a wine store, do not touch it. If you like sweet wine, because this wine is not for you, you're definitely not going to like it, the taste of this wine. You know, and I would say that for the label that say that this is the favorite varieties to make a great wine, Personally, this wine is not that great. And trust, believe me, I did not go to school to learn about wine. All my knowledge about the wine is for some that I read, things that I watched, different channels related to the wine, and my own consumption of drink wine for over 25 years now. So, and I have drink a lot of red wine, and that's one thing I like about this podcast because... I can still live for another 40 years on this earth, and I know why I, I never you drink all the type of wine that's out there. So that's why it's beautiful, because every style is a different wine that I never had it. So I say that I will give a six for this wine right here, ladies and gents. And it's up to you like I always do on every Saturday on my social media, Instagram, Facebook, my Facebook page, and my LinkedIn a picture of the wine is going to be available for you. And if you like, this is this wine is just like, it's not my thing, you know, it's a very full body wine, but it, it, that, this is not it for me, for me. So like I say, I'm just giving my personal opinion and you may like it, I don't know. All I do is bring new wines over here I give my taste, I take my taste, I make my option, my opinion related to this wine, and I always leave you guys with a wine picture for you to if you want to try. It's on you because I say this all the time. There's different, stro- different strokes for different folks. So you may love this wine right here. I don't. And that's why I just give, I give a six, I mean... I would drink it, but it's not the top of the notch in my personal selection. So that's going to be, doesn't make a a cut, a space on my wine collection. I'll finish this bottle later today, and that's about it. That's that's what I think about this wine, ladies and gents. So let's talk about today's topic, ladies and gents. As you probably heard about it. Now, Monique went to on Club Shay Shay and have a, over three hours interview with him, talk about the different topics. And to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I do not have the, the chance to watch for the three hours because my schedule this week was very, very busy. I watched some clips of a part of her interview, you know, and... Compared to Cat Williams that I read did the podcast related, I watched the whole episode on Club Shay and his interview. So now what you're going to listen to 
is the discussion about the whole situation that was going on with black comedians. Uh, Stephen A. Smith have a great discussion with comedian Dion Cole about the whole situation, ladies and gents. And once you finish listening to this, you're also going to listen to Judge Matthews give his two cents about the whole situation. And my two cents line up with what Judge Matthews said, but I want you to listen to the whole thing, and then <clears throat> I'm come back and we can talk about a little more. I'm just pause the background music here real quick. And here we go. You know, with the YouTube, I know I promised I was going to get into what I've had I had to say about Shannon Sharp and these interviews, and I will. I will, absolutely, but I got to go to this next man first. I mean, you've seen him star on Blackish. You've seen him in the second version of Color Purple. You damn sure have seen him in the old Spice commercials. You know what I'm saying? That's what it does. That's what it does. I'm talking about the comedic genius himself, the one and only Dion Cole, is right here on the Stephen A. Smith show. I can't wait to talk to this brother about all of this stuff. Uh, this brother is funny as hell. Saw him on Blackish a lot. See him in the movies, Color Purple as well, doing a few things. Uh, the one and only, Dion himself. How you doing, my man? How's everything I'm going? Great, man. How you doing? Steve? Uh, it's, 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 I would say it's good to see you because it always is good to see you. It's unfortunate that I got to see you right now when this stuff is percolating and ask you about this stuff. My thoughts, or rather, you know, my, you know, just my question to you, your thoughts about all of this stuff that you've been hearing, whether it be Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay, now Monique on Club Shay Shay. What's your reaction on behalf of yourself and people you know in the comedic community who have been witnessing what we've been witnessing? Well, what a lot of comics are saying right now is a lot of comics, everybody's going, you know, this is bad for us and all that. But a lot of comics are going, this is genius. For mm -hmm. some of them, they're going like, they're selling tickets, not like they wasn't, but even more. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They're like selling tickets to like shows like never before. And, um, you know, as bad as it is, it's also, you know, it's a lot of people that probably wasn't super relevant, mm -hmm. but now everybody want to talk to them and see them and all that. So it's kind of like, I don't, I don't know how to really look at this. Yeah, it's division in it definitely, but. A lot of people that wasn't talked about are being talked about now. Mike Epps joked about it, and he was talking about, damn, I was mad Cat Williams didn't mention my name. I mean, I think <laughs> right. I can use some clicks. I can, And he right. made fun out of it and, and was talking about how we're all comedians and what have you. Uh, but you haven't heard Steve Harvey speak much about it. He can't be happy with it. You know Kevin Hart wasn't cat happy with it. Mm -hmm. I heard that Ricky Smiley was very emotional and upset about what was said about him by Cat Williams. Mm -hmm. um, one can only imagine what Oprah and Tyler Perry and people like that feel about what Monique has to say. Mm -hmm. Folks in the black community, some, not all, have asked this question. How does this make us look? I've had my comments about it. What are your comments to that question? How does this make us look? I mean, I, it, it's not a good look. It isn't, definitely isn't a good look or whatever, but you know, that's, that's what happened with black folks from the beginning of the time. There was always division from 
the you can't curse on this show, right? Yes, you can. Uh, from the, from, the, from, the, from the field Negro to the house Negro, it's always been separation, you know, from light skin to dark skin. Mm-hmm. It's just always that way, and it's always this competition thing amongst us. But you know, it's room for everybody, and you just gotta. What what I wish everybody do is find another path, you know, just find another way to get well, it. We're saying everybody. The reality is that when it comes to Monique, we haven't heard Tyler Perry or Oprah speak much about her when it came to Steve Harvey. And they Kevin probably Hart won't. Stuff. We haven't heard them speaking about Cat Williams, but Cat Williams clearly felt the need to speak about everybody. So is it a situation where from a community or a cultural perspective in the comedic world, we're seeing a lot of this going on, or are these two individuals standing out as being separate and apart and an aberration of what is the norm in that community? I think what happened just now with, with Cat Williams, I think that is the beginning of what's about to come. It's about to be disastrous out here, I promise you. Everybody saw what that man did and sat back and was like, yo, he got 50 million, 60 million views. Watch what I say. It's about to get stupid around here, and everybody better brace themselves. If you tripping over that, everybody going to be doing it because they found a new way to f- be famous. They found a new way to be relevant. People going to do that. And I know Cat well, but I didn't know, I'm didn't. i quite sure he didn't know the magnitude of what went down. Mm-hmm. It was just, yo, the timing happened, and it went good. I think he knew what he was going to do, but I, I didn't think he knew he was going to do like that. And as you see, Monique did it too, and it was like all this viral stuff. And even if you look at Jay-Z at the Grammys speaking his truth, it went viral. Everybody's paying attention to who's getting the, this attention now. Yeah. And everybody's seeing how they can get it, and they're just spewing what they have to say. Well, the attention is one thing, but when you bring up Jay-Z, I saw nothing factually incorrect about what he said. Absolutely not. Because he was talking about, yo, Beyonce, you know, that beautiful lady over there alluding to his wife, 32 Grammys, never won album of the year. The metrics, it just don't add up. To me, that's significantly less incendiary than some of the things that have been said. And I'm not saying Cat Williams is lying. I'm not saying that Monique is lying, but I certainly am in no position to say that they're telling the truth. And so as a result of that, when you get personal and you highlight the things in detail that they have highlighted, Mm -hmm. you're saying it's about to get like that where people are just going to say shit and they don't give a damn. I'm saying, I'm saying this, I'm saying that people are looking at what's making them viral. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying what they're saying is true and what's not true and what is what's not. I'm saying that they're looking at what Cat Williams did and went, uh. Then they looked at what Jay-Z said and was like, uh. And they looked at what Monique did and said, uh. These true speakers or liars, whatever you want to say, they are getting attention. Mm-hmm. And they are getting people coming at them, making them more relevant. They was even relevant and making them even more relevant with what they saying, mm-hmm. whether it be truth or lies. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Kat was saying stuff that I think was true and some of it wasn't true. I think Monique said some stuff that was true and that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But as far as saying something like this, this is, this is the problem too. We've been in a, we've been in a world of, 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 of not reality and fake news and fake this and fake that. People want to believe lives so, lies so much that when the truth comes, 
is shocking. Mm. It's shocking for you right. to tell the truth or, right. or, or say what's on your mind that's really on your mind and not and, and not doing what you're supposed to do and being in the line of what you're supposed to do to look out for your endorsements and this and that and the third or whatever and trying to just be something that you're not. These truth speakers and these people saying, what, even if it ain't truthful, what they're saying on their mind is shocking to people. And what I'm saying, if that's shocking you, I promise you, wait till you see what's about to happen. What, can it get much worse than what Cat yeah, Williams did? Can get, man, somebody about to come out here and bombshell the shit out of some motherfuckers. I promise you that's going to happen. It's coming. Because people are looking at this pattern. I'm I'm in the comedy clubs. I see, I see, I hear everybody talking about, and they joking, but they not. They like, shit, wait, wait till what I say. Mm -hmm. I was with Tiffany Haddish recently, and she was like, shit, I'm about to talk about who, who I was fucking in every city. Watch, watch what happened. Watch what everybody say. And I was like, really? And she was like, ha ha. And I was like, ha ha. And we was like, ha ha. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> for, for real. Right, right. Shit. And if she do, goddammit, shit. Here she come with a sold out tour. It's about to get crazy. I'm thinking along these lines. It can get crazy if it's true. <clears throat> My question is, my fear is, what if it gets crazy if it's lies, devoid of ramifications, where you could say shit and you don't have anything to worry about in terms of retribution? They could threaten to sue you or whatever. That's just giving more life to the story or more life to an interview or more life to the to, to the to the to the innuendos or facts or whatever it is that folks throw out there. I'm worried about that. You're not? Yeah, I'm worried about it. But it's been going on for like that for years with politicians. They've been doing that forever. So right. what is what's happening now, people are picking up on this. And they're going, oh, okay, cool. Lies are being spread constantly. As long as somebody talking about you, that's all anybody care about. You can come back later on and go, I was just kidding about this or I was <laughs> just kidding about that. Right. But at the moment when you're doing that interview, that's what I'm telling you. It is about to get spooky mm -hmm. out here. Because everybody about to start saying whatever the fuck is on their mind, mm -hmm. and they're going to do it. And there's so many podcasts, and there's so many avenues for them to do it. Mm -hmm. You're just going to hear stuff. And it's going to have to go on for so long until it get played out. Mm -hmm. Then when it get played out, then everybody's going to be off of that, and anybody's going to believe it. Mm -hmm. But right now, at the heat of this, man, we'll see who next. I saw my man DL say something on his page about... Mm -hmm. What Monique was saying about him, you know, I was with Sid, hearing about Sid, but everybody been kind of trying to figure out how to even play this, how to even right. come back. How to comment on it, whether or not you want to give it life, you want to avoid the subject, et cetera, yes. et cetera. But I'm thinking, do you feel that way because of the subject matter or the person who was talking about you? Because I'm, I'm telling you right now. I don't think anybody should want to make an enemy of Cat Williams. <laughs> That's just not somebody that you want. You 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 don't want to be on Cat Williams' radar. I, I mean, listen, Monique to a lesser degree. I mean, she she's a strong sister, definitely defiant and strong in her beliefs. But Cat's on another level because he's a comedic genius, and that brother is relentless with it. Oh, and and, and you almost get the impression that the yeah. entire comedic community is like. Damn, we, we we don't like this, but we, we excuse my language, we we don't want to fuck with him, right? But is that is that the is that the thinking? But no, but here's the weird shit. A lot of them about to come at him because they want him to say his they name. So they gonna come after Cat Williams? Yeah, there's more people gonna come. That's what, because they think. So you're telling me they think if, if he talks, if they talk about him, he's gonna he may 
clap back he at might them, clap and back. that gives them some pause. And then, yes. So he's about to be a target. Dude, it's about, he had about to be a goddamn target. Absolutely. They saw what he did to everybody else. He made a lot of people relevant who wasn't relevant at the time. He can make motherfuckers relevant. That shit Mike, Mike Epps said about, man, I wish you, it was some truth in that. Right. Regardless of what Mike was joking about. Do you, it you think was that's why Cat, that. do you think that's why Cat Williams said all the things that he said to Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay? Because, uh, you know, listen to me. Again, he's a comedic genius. I love watching him. Mm -hmm. I love seeing him perform. I can't imagine him not selling out someplace, but in mm -hmm. the same breath, you had some people out there saying he did this for publicity. I didn't get that impression looking at Cat Williams at all. But no, did no, you? Cat, Cat is going to do him. Cat been selling out shows and doing everything right. or whatever. But people have been saying, I'm not saying this me, but people were saying that his last, the last run, that the tour that he was about to do, mm -hmm. that he was hosting and he was going to play around and do stuff like that. And they said the tickets was great. It was doing great. But I heard that they was like, uh. But then when he did that, that shit went 100% across the board, every goddamn city, whatever, after he did that. You know what I mean? Right. And he brought people's names up who wasn't yeah. talked about do at you, the same token. Do you think the Steve Harveys, I remember seeing Kevin Hart clap back on him at the, mm -hmm. on a breakfast club, but uh -huh. it was in defense of Tiffany Haddish, right. not himself. Um, do you think it's the right decision for Kevin Hart, for Cedric the Entertainer, the Ricky Smiley's of the world, the Steve Harvey's of the world, do you think it's the wisest decision for them not to clap back? I mean, it all depends on their situation. You know, I think if a lot of them got endorsements and shit like that, I shut the fuck up, just chill, you right. know, just let it ride off. If you if you feel like you want to be relevant and say something back and say something back or whatever, right. but. I feel as though that the truth or not truth that Cat is saying or whatever really has nothing to, it really had nothing to do with them. Cat went on that show, I think, knowing I'm about to talk about, and he's been talking about this for years. Okay. Let's not say he just started That's talking fair. about this. He's he been saying about that shit about people stealing jokes and all that shit. He's been saying that shit for years. Just like Monique. This ain't new what she was saying. She's been saying this shit for years. About Tyler Perry and it's, Oprah for years. It's just the fact that right now, this shit is making sense in a, in a, in a mind way and in a dollar way. Yeah. Is making sense. Yeah. And so now it's lining up because when she said it before, wasn't really nothing going on. Yeah. They ain't even listening to her when she was talking about she wasn't getting paid like that. Mm -hmm. But when Taraji said it, everybody yeah. was like, oh, you know, hey, 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 because it was the timing of that. Right. So now it's the timing for this. It's time for people to go on there and tell the truth, lie, whatever, in order to get their sense When up. speaking to people in the comedic community and beyond, reacting to Monique's latest interview with uh, Shannon Sharp, Cat Williams' interview weeks ago with Shannon Sharp, which, by the way, has now exceeded 68 million views. Jesus and Christ. Shannon Sharp aired the interview with Monique yesterday. Um, and it's already over 5 million as well. So that's going to climb and that's going to break the Internet as well. There are people who have looked at those two interviews and they're talking about two individuals they believe is trying to ruin the careers of other people. Is that how it should be perceived or should it be perceived as these folks are just passionate? They've taken a lot. And they have to vent and let it all out because they don't want to hold it in anymore. What, see, line, what line of thinking do you and, follow? And in? that's what we talked about recently. I just recently was with uh, Dave Chappelle and D-Ray Davis. We was at the improv and Dave was saying that he was like, the problem that he's having is why are we tearing each other apart to mm -hmm. do this? Right. Even if you had something to say, right. it's 
It ain't what you say, it's how you say Chris it. Chris Spencer, the comedian, came with comedic writer, came out, came, came out with that today, came out yeah. with a, a clip today talking about oh, the only people that do this to each other are us, yeah. that he was saying. Is that absolutely, absolutely. But we do, but we, it's been that way with music and shit too. You don't hear Miley Cyrus talking about motherfucking Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift. Like, you don't hear that right, shit, right. but you hear Nikki and, and, and Cardi B. And, and, and or, 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 or the Houston, uh, the, uh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like, like, you hear, you hear, it's, it's always been like that. It's, so it's always, always been, yeah, it's always, yeah, it's always us. And it's get to a point where, the unity has to start within, and people got to start going, man, I wish people go, we make more money together. But then some of them be having these beefs in order to come together mm. to make money. Right. I wouldn't so be So in surprised. other words, manu manufactured man, conflict? Man, watch. Manufactured I, conflict? I bet you right now on this show, I bet you Meg and Nikki have a song together. Mm. Guaranteed. So you and that motherfucker gonna another, make another headlines, and then after that you I get together and blow on together. Hear, you heard it right here on Stephen right. A. I have, bet they have a have goddamn. Have you seen song. that happen in comedy? In comedy, you know no. what? I don't I know about it. I think I have seen. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't think Where's so. That? I don't think so. I don't and think I gotta tell you this too, though. I haven't heard anybody talk about Martin Lawrence. I haven't heard anybody talk about Eddie Murphy. I haven't heard anybody talk about Dave Chappelle. Like, I mean, no. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, of all the things that you're alluding to, I feel you. I know you're right, but I haven't heard those individuals no. be attacked. But all those, all those comics, I, I dance to the beat of their own drum too. They're a different kind of comic. You can't never really say you're gonna steal a joke from them because if they, you do a joke for theirs, it's gonna be hard for you to do it. Right. You know, I like comics like that. It's hard for you to do it because you, you, your personality is in it. Certain jokes that a comic or right or whatever mm -hmm. is so like broad and evergreen. Mm -hmm. They try to make it theirs when it's like anybody could have thought of that. Right. Anybody could have thought of that. And you're trying to claim it that it's yours. Mm -hmm. Nah, that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like jokes that are like evergreen like that. But these comics that you named, mm -hmm. they are, within their own right, you can't really steal from them right. like that. You what? know what I mean? So, so ain't nobody really going to be dissing them like that. And ain't nobody really close to them to mm -hmm. borrow money from them or get close and have a relationship. Them, them, them type of comics, they stand off. You don't see Martin out here kicking it and right. Instagramming with niggas and shit. You right. know that Martin be in his own shit. They do his own shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it's different with that, with those level uh, of comedians. Do you think, Monique... Or Cat Williams has severely tarnished or, dare I say, ruined the career of anyone with these interviews? Well, I don't think that they tarnished or ended the career. Like I said, everybody is 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 making money. They, they're relevant. People are selling our shows. People want to hear what they have to say. This is an era of we want to hear what you have to say. So their rebuttal is now turning into money and shit like that. So I don't think they ended the careers of anybody. But what I do want to see after you said all that shit or online, I want to see everybody's specials. Mm. I want to see how funny you are. Mm. You you talk a lot of shit on mic, but let's see if let's see these specials. So you so you putting it on the line. You saying that Kat and especially we're talking about Kat in this particular instance because I think Monique, even though she's she's a comedian, she's also a tremendous actress. And you know, you just talking about great a, actress. Uh, a great actress. Well, I think she's a great actress. I'm thinking you're talking about basically, hey, Cat Williams, as he talked about it, he alluded to eclipsing others and succeeding better than them at stand-up. I don't have to mention the names. He already did. So you're telling me that we're going to see a lot of 
comedy shows coming out of people going to be challenged to show up and have their own specials and let's see who's funnier than who let's see who resonates more let's see who generates more revenue. right but i want to see i want to see jokes that's what I want to see. You ain't talking about numbers and revenue. You're saying I want to look at you I and want, see what I original st- jokes still, you have. Are they yours? I still want what the fuck made me fall in love with you. Mm. I want jokes. Right. You can tell me what the fuck you want to tell me, whatever. I want a joke stuff. Mm. Have you spent any time on your craft? Mm. I'm not about to pay my money to come see you talk about another motherfucker yeah. for six goddamn yeah, for Deon, two hours. Deon Cobra, what about this? If you're Steve Harvey, you stepped away from stand-up years ago. If you Kevin Hart, you making movies, you a big movie star. That ain't what you're doing anymore. There's a different kind of comedic genius that you bring to the table. You might bring it in movies as opposed to stand-up telling jokes. Right. I mean, I, I like everybody ain't Cat Williams. I can watch, I'm telling you right now. There's a whole bunch of people I do not want to see stand, and stand up <laughs> right? before Cat Williams. Right. But Period. My, no, but I, Cat I, I Williams in movies, I would rather see some of those other people in exactly, movies. Exactly. But a lot of a lot of people, they do stand up until they reach, reach this level, and then they leave stand up alone. Right. And then they start tainting. They not doing good over here. Mm. Guess where they come back? Stand up. They come back to stand up. Right. So I leave the shit. My thing is Kevin Hart. I give Kevin a lot of motherfucking praise because that motherfucker stay in the clubs. No matter how many gazillion movies he do, he in the clubs and he working on a new special after new special. Whether However you feel about his specials, it don't matter. He's still working on his specials and he's still writing jokes. And my thing is I don't want to come to no show where I'm hearing you talking about motherfuckers for 16, for, for two hours. I want to hear you do jokes. I want to make me fall in love with you again. This ain't that kind of thing where... Like, I remember one time I heard somebody say, a lot of these people making music and everything, it's about how famous you are. It ain't how talented you are. They not. Right. Everybody's running away. Everybody's running to the money. Music right now, it's just sound running like money. Running to the money, running to the music, but not putting in the work. There's no religion. There's no religion in the songs. When the last time you heard church in a, in a song? Yeah. A song that you heard, you was like, man, no, you don't even that. feel that no more. Nothing. And you don't even feel that, like, even in, in comics on stage. Like, everybody just sounding like mm-hmm. they running after the the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the want to be famous right. or whatever. Ain't nobody dealing with the craft for what this shit is about. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers on stage talking about motherfuckers for mm-hmm. two hours. Ain't no craft in the writing. I want to know what you got coming up for you next, because I want to make sure it ain't you calling somebody else so, so oh, you can no, get 70 no. billion clicks. Mm-hmm, no, <laughs> I, I'm shooting. I'm shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, look, look, it's all love, and I look. Whatever you got to do, you got to do it, and it's all love. I'm a. If somebody interview me, I'm gonna speak my truth and all that too. If it go viral, fine. If it don't, fine or whatever. But I'm gonna still do what people love me for, which is write jokes and do quality jokes and do what the fuck this shit is 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 supposed to be done. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this shit the way it's supposed to be done. I, I want people to have a good time. I want people to laugh. Fuck your organization. Fuck your gender. Fuck your motherfucking, uh, uh, your, your politics. Just come laugh. Just have a good goddamn time and laugh. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to hold on to as much as possible. Last question. Do you think you can, considering the attack there has appeared to be on comedy? Because we could talk about Cat Williams. We could talk about Monique. But one of the other things that has been, um, a detriment to comedic success in my mind, mm-hmm. in the modern era, mm-hmm. our level of sensitivity has been so heightened as a society. Mm-hmm. The shit that we used to laugh at and crack up over, now it might be so offensive, 
in people's eyes, you got to go out and issue an apology. You're going to lose out on money and opportunities are going to be compromised. How can you be a comedian when you got to worry about that on top of the other stuff that we've been talking about involving the likes of a Cat Williams and a Monique to a lesser degree? When people come to my show, I tell them at the top of the show, if you can't handle dialogue, get the fuck out of here. Because we are, you came to me. How dare you come to me and tell me what the fuck I need to be doing in my gym and my church? This is my church. These are, these are, these are my, these, this is, this, this is my congregation. We are here. You can't come in here and tell me that I need to be talking about some other religion when I'm talking about this. This is what we do here. And you fucking it up for everybody that want to hear some fucked up shit. And you want to like can't cancel us and all this other stuff. I, I mean, I can't stand that. And I'll I'm be totally like, man, it's cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, it's, totally it's, a, it's it. a cancel it's culture. Bullshit. And my thing is, look, if you can't handle that shit, stay out of the kitchen, goddammit. And I understand that we have to alter a lot of things that we say right now, but that's what makes you a great comic as well. Like I said earlier, it ain't what you do, it's how you do it. Gotcha. You gotta you gotta say that shit the right way in order in order to reach the masses at this at, with this level that we are in life. Appreciate you. Steve, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, the call love, right love, here with love, Stephen A. Love. Smith. Back with more in a minute. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now you're going to hear the two cents from Judge Matthews on his social media about the whole situation that's going on between the comedians. Listen to this. I want to appeal to our comedians to stop going after each other in public like this. You're embarrassing yourselves. You're embarrassing our community. I know many times you have to defend yourself about what's being said, but why can't we do it directly? And I just want you to know, I believe that we're being laughed at at all the major studios and by their executives seeing us in public, black folks going at each other. You don't see this among other communities. And that's why I say you're hurting yourselves and you're hurting our community and you're hurting the young people who are looking and want to learn and need to learn how to resolve disputes in a better way. I'm no saint. I'm guilty of having temper issues from time to time on my show. That's entertainment. You guys, say what you want as part of your entertainment, but don't go out your way and personally attack each other, particularly your families. I appeal to you for that. Let's turn on. Let's not turn on each other. Let's turn toward each other. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you heard Judge Mathis right here, the whole situation over there, I was making some notes about what I was being discussing. And one thing that caught my attention, and that I said is, now when the Dion was talking about, now people are about to go crazy because at the end of the day, they want to be noticed and because they want to sell tickets, you know? And the other thing to, to me, this question is, <clears throat> why you tear each other apart? I agree 100% what Judge Matt say related to this. And my final question, the whole situation for everybody involved, for everybody that want to be famous somewhere, somehow, on the entertainment business, this, what, which price would you pay to get famous? As far as step on each other's throats. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, I'm not saying that. Or you should not pay any price. Yes, there's some sacrifice. And 
now there there is a craftsmanship that needs to be done in order for you to be an expert in whatever field you want to be into. I have the privilege <clears throat> to meet this great comedian that was coaching me on some stuff, and his name is Fat Doctor from DC that's passed away a couple years ago. And he was a mastermind in comedy writing. Okay, isn't it? And I learned some stuff with him that I was not even thinking about it. Would it be possible as far become become a comedian and have the craft of the writing jokes and different things. So that's what Dion Cole was talking about. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gents? So in any field that you are, you know, you should pay the price. You should be the best and improve yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about you better yourself in your craft to become a better you on whatever you do. And this 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 is honorable and that's how it's supposed to be. My point is this, what you are doing on that way to get the best of you do, are you doing this in the right way or are you doing this on stepping on other people's toes, talk about other people's mama, you know, talk about other kids, you know, that's, that's my point. That's the negative part that I don't, I completely disagree with. You know, and that's what Judge Matthew says. If you have a problem with somebody or issue somebody, you know, hold that in a different way than try to bless everybody. That's my whole point in this situation. You know, that I completely disagree <clears throat> on what they're doing. And I'm not saying that Cat Williams or Monique should state the quote-unquote truth, what they believe is the truth. They are entitled, like everybody else, to have their own opinion and to feel the way they feel to say something. But, you know, that's that's a, my point. My, my whole point is that's a different way to handle situations that could be better. You can get better results than you just go out and throw goddamn grenade and blow the whole place up. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? So, that's my true sense in this whole situation. And I hope it gets better. As a matter of fact, I don't know if it's going to get better because now Monique just stayed this week that she's now going on the tour, the comedy tour called the, I think the Black Black Matter Black Matter Tour, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, with Cat Williams and other comedians. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? So personally, I'm not the kind of person that likes gossip. You know, I truly believe that misery likes company, and I'm not about that life. So even if this, this tour comes to Orlando, I'm not going to pay my money to see it. I'll wait until get to Netflix. Since I already have my Netflix subscription that I pay that monthly, that's what I'm, what I'm gonna watch to see what they're talking about. You know? But that's one of the the William William Wayne's brother 
I think it was Wayne, Wayne and William. Well, I forgot. He's the youngest one that I was watching some of the interview that he was participating. It's not Sean Wayne. This is the other one. Damn. You guys maybe know what I'm talking about. So, and he was talking about very things to me that was very important. That he was state, I'm not in competition with, quote, unquote, I'm not in competition with anybody. I want everybody to succeed. I'm focused on myself and how I can be the best that I can be and what God has for me. You know, and I completely understand his approach. And that's how, personally, that's how I live my life. Because I want everybody to succeed whatever they're doing, you know, whatever purpose that God has for their lives. And I want them to, to accomplish everything and be the most successful person that they can be on their way, you know, craft, professional, or the way of life they are living. You know what I'm saying? Because I truly believe that you see, you reap what you sow. So I rather throw seeds of encouragement, seeds of support, seeds of understanding out there. So I can rip that 10 times fold in my life. You know, that's why I'm not jealous about, I don't follow, I mean, this is, I'm discussing the situation, but I don't follow no celebrities. I, I, I don't want to be like nobody else. I can care less about who is doing this and that, because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, none of the celebrities pay my bills. You know, so I can care less how many benches they have, how many mansions or yachts, whatever they have in their material lives, good for them, more power to them. I wish you the best. But I'm not concerned about how they are living their lives. I'm concerned about my own life. But one thing that I do not like it once, like I say, is the fight within each other because it doesn't, pur- doesn't serve any good purpose. That's all my points that I have to say and also go on the line what you heard the Honorable Judge Math discussing on his two cents about all this that's going on in the black comedian life. And on that note, ladies and gents, I'd like to thank all of you people that listen to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep it share with all your friends and family. Good wine and great love. Podcasts come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top. Amy to be the number one spot. Please feel free to visit my YouTube channel. Leave your comments. Subscribe. Click on the like buttons every time you watch all my videos because it's two clicks. You help my YouTube channel podcast to grow. I appreciate your support. Once again, this is about Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. And do the best of what you can do with what you got. And I'll see you next Saturday. Holland! Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the put up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block. Holding my down, sucker rappers get loose. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the put up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block. Holding my down, sucker rappers get loose. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the put up for the number one spot. Push your mouth.
I want the plot. Holding my ground, sucker rappers get me.